Yeah, and I think it's caring about the role because some people will probably apply to multiple roles, but they'll all buy, merge, or they'll design. So you need to be very specific on which one. Um, Welcome to Careers in Fashion. Hi everyone, um, so my name is Seth and I'm here with Zana. Um, we are careers officers at London College of Fashion. Hiya, so we have been backstage in the careers fair uh, speaking to industry who attended to find out what their thoughts are about personal and professional development. So today we have one of our colleagues, um, Elaine, who is one of the careers officers at LCF and she's going to talk a bit more about personal and professional development and how you can sort of work on that in the, within the industry. Hi everyone. So yeah, personal and professional development, um, to just to give you an overview, they both uh, support each other, but you can divide them sort of into two categories. So personal development would look at things like your identity, your values, your beliefs. So it could look at things like your confidence and self-esteem. Uh, relationships, how you behave with people in terms of relationships, your emotional intelligence, for example. And professional development um, will focus a bit more on your career, looking at things like your education, your training. And it could be uh, seen within things like courses, new uh, techniques you might learn, new programs or tools, for example. And will usually be developed either through uh, your education or whilst you're in the workplace. Both of these will really influence each other. So for example, if you um, are looking to develop your confidence, that's gonna help you in things like an interview, for example. So both aspects of sort of personal and professional development are really important to develop. They are something that you should consider sort of developing over the course of your entire life, really. So um, as a student, you might then start to progress forward to being a graduate, into a junior role, into a more senior role. And at each of these different stages, you will look and reflect and review how you're developing and progressing. You can do this in different ways. If you're looking to do personal development, you can read books, for example, um, looking at particular sort of attributes that you might want to develop, things like around confidence or public speaking. Uh, you might want to look at role models, people that do things really well. You might want to model kind of what they do and try and be influenced from that. You might look at things like coaching and mentoring, for example. Uh, in terms of your professional development, you might want to undertake additional courses that are available part of the university, or you might want to look at, um, if you're doing an uh, internship, for example, develop certain new techniques or tools to grow yourself professionally. And both of these influence and support each other. Yeah, the whole personal and professional development, it can really help your career um, because it can also build your soft skills as well if you're doing yeah. all these things to improve yourself. Absolutely. That's only going to help uh, when you're applying to companies. In, in yeah, stage. so the better that you understand yourself as a person, yeah. the better that you identify what your strengths are, areas that you need to develop, mm -hmm. uh, perhaps your potential, your talents, etc., then you'll, you'll be better aligned to your career path and you'll be able to progress more easily. Yeah, I think a big part is your communication skills. Yeah, absolutely. And your, you know, all of the skills that you build in terms of your soft skills, mm -hmm. that personal development, they're transferable skills. So they're skills that employers will look for. They really look for good communication yeah. skills, transferable skills, and the ability to develop those and, and bring them into the role that you take on within the business and really understand how you can use those mm -hmm. to enhance 
your impact and influence within your role on the business as it as it develops. They're yeah. really important in terms of you doing your own research. How what will you bring to a role? What will you bring to a company? Yeah. Um, Thank you so much, Elaine, for talking in detail about personal and professional development. I think the students will really find that useful. Uh, now it's time to listen to what industry have had to say during the careers fair and see um, what their opinion is on the topic and any advice that they've got for the students. So, yeah, thank you so much for attending the Careers Fair this year. So, could you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? So, I am Olivia. I'm from Harrods um, HR team. I do talent acquisition for all the creative areas. What do you look for in a graduate? We look for someone who is very confident, um, very chatty and approachable, um, very hardworking. We do look at degrees as well, but that's not the be-all and end-all. A lot of people change industry throughout their career, so yeah. it doesn't make or break your career. It's more about personality. Um, so following on from that, what would be your advice to students applying to roles uh, within Harrods? I would say um, always tailor your CV to make it relevant for the role you're applying for. If it's for a photography or a styling role, always attach a portfolio so it makes it very clear to the recruiter what you can do um, and demonstrate your skills clearly. If the student wants to apply for a job at Harris, can you tell us a bit more about the application process and what they can expect? Yeah, definitely. So we would usually have people apply either via LinkedIn or via Harrods Careers website. Um, we would then look at those CVs um, and shortlist you if you are relevant for the role. You would then get a telephone interview with um, one of the specialist recruiters who will tell you a bit more about the position and if you're successful would then invite you in for an interview with the hiring manager and a recruiter. So uh, what can a student do to really stand out and guarantee to get an interview at least? 100%, yeah. So I would say um, always connect with us on LinkedIn so that we can see your LinkedIn profile as well as receive your application. Um, and then we'd also really like to see kind of your main relevant experience at the very top of your CV to make it very clear for us. Um, obviously put your education on there and make it very clear and stand out. Not too long, no one wants yeah. to read a long CV and no one's, no one's got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just looking back a little bit at your career, um, mm -hmm. is there like a memorable um, experience which helped you in your professional development? Um, so I met my first ever boss at a nail shop and okay. I was literally, so this is a true story, I was actually sat next to her just talking about the fact I'd left uni and I was unemployed and my dad paid for me to have my nails done so I was feeling sorry for myself and I met my first ever boss and I was basically her assistant and just ran after her and did whatever she needed and that was like what got me into recruitment and that was yeah. like five years ago so yeah and then it all went from there. <laughs> Really? Okay. So obviously our students, when they do get a job after uni, it's their first job. Um, any sort of communication tips that you can give to them, whether it's you know how to sort of present yourself, whether it's writing emails, working with you know working in groups of different people. Yeah. I think for me, the one thing, especially in Harrods, is that it's such a big business to navigate. Just be really friendly to everyone you meet. You never know who's going to help you out um, in a desperate situation, whether you need the bear career tour or anything done. I think just be really open and approachable to everybody. Say, I'm new. Hi, what would you advise? You know, ask people for their advice. We were all new once. Um, just be smiley and willing to help people. Yeah, it's true. I mean, sometimes we forget that. We've been through it, you know, you've been through it yourself. Definitely. Um, you've been there as a student, you've done all these things, so it's mm -hmm. important to realise that. Yeah, 100%. Um, 
just looking at the roles a second, is there any areas where you think there are industry gaps, like hard to fill roles or easy to fill roles? Hard to fill roles, oh my god, sub editors. Yeah. Guys, if you learn how to <laughs> sub edit, <laughs> please just apply today. I really struggle with sub editors. Yeah. Um, I think we always struggle more with the kind of niche roles. So fine watches, fine jewellery is more niche. Um, and food hauls, weirdly. Whereas the yeah. fashion roles, we get a lot of applications yeah. for kind of fashion, um, which obviously is, is great because it's the biggest area of yeah. the business. Um, and I would also say um, kind of copywriting and those types of roles, like editorial. So is there any areas that have particular uh, skills demand by the industry? Um, I mean, I feel like with marketing, we yeah. often look for kind of a marketing degree or marketing yeah. experience. Um, obviously within the studio, things like photography and styling, um, they need to be very specific rather than broad. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so if you could give one last bit of advice to shoot, mm-hmm. what, what do you think it would be? I would say always just persevere. Um, you're going to get rejections. Unfortunately, that is life. Don't feel let down. Um, I definitely got a million job rejections before I got the job that I love now. So just keep keep going through. And sometimes it works out for the best that you you know not got a job because something better will come up in the future. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Uh, hi, so thank you for attending the Careers Fair today. It's really great having you here. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so sure. My, uh, my name is Julian. I currently have the recruitment team at Reese, and that's for retail and head office. Um, in terms of past experiences, uh, worked in recruitment for the last 10 years, mainly on agency side. Then went to more of a couture brand, Ralph and Russo, and then did a recruitment there for about three years. And now Reese. yeah. Great. So what do you look for in a graduate? Um, interesting. So graduate is very much about uh, personality, how they come across, but at the same time, if it's design, then you're looking at uh, CV and portfolio. Um, if it's more sort of buying or merch, then of course, are they studying their courses? Um, but at the same time, it's just, just their, their structure of a CV, which sometimes, I'll say one of the challenges is uh, students tend to make it too creative, and it should be more to the point of the role, I guess, on that sort of side. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about your application process, the stages? Sure. Yeah. So Advert will go live and that goes across uh, multiple job boards, uh, LinkedIn as well. Yeah. We tend to also advertise across you guys. Um, applications come through, we have a team who then screens CVs, uh, do a shortlist and then we reach out to the shortlist. You do, we'll do probably a telephone screening, if not we'll maybe do the first face face quite quickly and it's about a two, three stage process, yeah, depending on the role. Is there anything students can do to help them through those stages? I think sometimes students, uh, they need to treat things as uh, professional, I yeah. think, and it's about the way you reply, the, the way you come back, the urgency that you come back to emails as well, when you're confirming interviews and that sort of side, so yeah. it, it's just it's just having that urgency, and, and but at the same time, professionalism yeah. on, your, on your emails and how you come across. I think that's, that's key and important as well. I guess on the back of that, what can a candidate do to really stand out? So I can imagine you've probably got loads of CVs yep. coming through and it's hard to sort of separate you know between one another yep. so what stands out to you so from a recruitment side I mean yeah we probably have about 500 CVs to screen um, in for one role probably more um, so what we look for is just the practicality of the CV can we see what course to study and can we see um, past experiences so again it's not about the creativity on, on, on the CV and that sort of side if we're looking at portfolios, then is the aesthetic right for the brand? Does it match to, to who we are? And sometimes it's not just about their portfolio and what they think is right, it's also about adapting their work to the brand.
That's yeah. great. So do you think there are any areas that there are industry gaps or hard to fill, easy to fill areas? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, for us as a business, it's more on the warehouse side. Yeah. Uh, our warehouse is based in Beckton, which is near White City Airport. Yeah. Um, there's definitely specific sort of roles there from yeah. warehouse operatives or finance side yeah. that we definitely struggle to yeah. find people. Um, from a head office perspective, to be honest, I think Reese at the moment is in a, it's in a place where we're attracting a lot of people. So yeah. we haven't struggled with anything at the moment yeah. as much. Yeah. Okay, great. Can you give us a, a top tip for our students to improve their communication skills? Could be working in a group, could be how they sort of communicate via email. I think again it's just that it's just urgency. What we sometimes find is from the system we use we can see when any applicant has actually seen the email we've sent. Yeah. And if someone's taking maybe two or three days, four days to, to reply back to that email, yeah. then it's just an urgency there. So for us, is we can see when you've read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what we, what we try and find is how quickly do you come back to it? How do you reply back? The way that your email's written, and, and that's what I'll go back to about professionalism. So having yeah. that sense of urgency exactly. as well. You don't want someone applying for a role that doesn't take it too seriously, yeah. I guess. So you, yeah. want, you want someone who's taking it seriously, replying back to it straight yeah. away, and actually caring about what they're applying Yeah, and I think it's caring about the role, because yeah. some people will probably apply to multiple roles, but they're all buy, merge, or design. So you need to be very specific on what you want. And I think that's it cut, does come across on the interview when you dig in a little bit more, so yeah. Just taking a step back, looking back at your own career, is there any like memorable experience which helped you like develop professionally? Hmm. <laughs> I think once you come out of uni or you, you know, you, you graduates and stuff like that, you, you're never really prepared to, yeah. you know, what work is like, to be honest. Yeah. You're friendly in the deep end, but it's yeah. very much about uh, absorbing the people you have around you, yeah. become like a sponge, yeah. um, but at the same time finding your own feet and finding yeah. your own way of doing things. I think that's, that's the main thing. Throughout my career, I mean, I've worked in great brands with great people, uh, but at the same time, you, you, you're going to come up with challenging people, yeah. uh, and it's about how do you adapt yeah. and grow, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I can say that every role I've gone into is yeah. because I've been recommended. I've yeah. never, I've never had to apply to a job or, or go through yeah. any recruitment stages. Yeah. I've always gone through recommendation. Yeah. Right. I guess we can all agree that the fashion industry is really, really small. Yes. So everyone knows. Yes, it's, I agree. it's like a related family. Yep. It, it's really small. So I guess. You know, if you make a really good impression in one company, yep. work goes around. And then yeah. likewise, if you don't make a good impression again, yeah, that exactly. also goes around. So Yeah, it's how much you put into it as well. You know, yeah. if you're a hard worker, everybody will notice it, but it does go around. Or yeah. if you're someone who is problematic and you can't get on with, with people and teams and, and develop, then it's, it, people will know it's, it's, it's normal. I think being nice makes makes a big difference yeah. as well. Whoever you're working with, you never know what they may be doing in the future as well. Yeah, yeah so, no, I agree completely. Yeah. Last question. So if there's last bit of advice you'd give to students, what would it be? My advice is you need to be different. You, yeah. you need to be able to maybe come up with something that is uh, relative, quite yeah. new into the yeah. business, and, and, and that's what will impress anybody in the business, not not sort of, you know, when we were founded and that sort of yeah. side. So, yeah. Be unique. Yeah, yeah that's be great. Unique. Thank you. Yeah, good. So thank you for attending the Careers Fair. So would you be able to tell us a little bit about your company and what, why you came here today? Yes, sure. So I work for a company called Bestseller, which is a Danish fashion brand. We work in both uh, retail and wholesale sector. We came here today to find some inspirational talent to potentially be the future of our business. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about what you look for in a graduate? 
Yeah, sure. So we look for graduates that are inspired, that think outside of the box. We like people to come with an innovative mindset. We're looking for attitude and mindset as it is more important because you can train any type of special requirement in terms of fulfill a job profile, but it's very different trying to train someone's attitude. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we recruit for. Can you give us a like top tip for our students on how they can improve their communication skills? Um, the thing that I used to do, because yeah. I never used to like communicating to large groups, yeah. but obviously I've yeah. totally busted that today, <laughs> um, is I used to practice for myself a lot. It's all about knowing what you're talking about. If you know what you talk about and you're passionate about it, yeah. your communication will come naturally. If it's something that you're not talking about and you don't know about as well, yeah. it's always going to come across mixed communication so the best thing to do is that I used to practice in front of my mirror which was really geeky but that's what I used to do in order to give the best presentations. So um, just looking back at your career a little bit is there like a memorable experience which really helped you in your professional development? Yes there was so when I worked for my uh, third business uh, which was misguided I um, actually had to give a presentation well, a recruitment event training to a group of around 50 people and I'd never had to do anything like that in my life Um, and I think it was suddenly for me then when I started talking about the whole recruitment process I realised how much I love my job and that sounds so cheesy but it was like such a a clicking moment for me in terms of I actually knew what I thought I should have more confidence in myself about what I'm talking about because I love my job and I can actually do it really well and for me it was sharing my knowledge with other people that made me realise that I'm actually good at what I do and I love it. Right. So what would be your like last bit of advice to students applying for roles within your company? Um, I would say that it's all about being yourself and you can't you shouldn't look online as to what you think employers are looking for. You should come and be completely and utterly 100 percent yourself, sell your values and what you believe in and if you share the same core values as us and that's the company you're meant to work for. Great, thank yeah. you so Don't much. Worry. For that. Hi Tara, so um, thank you for attending our careers fair. Um, thank you for inviting us. Yeah, it's been great having you here. Thank you. I look after all of our head office and senior management recruitment um, for Kurt Geiger. Pretty much everything except the tech sector. We have a separate tech recruiter that looks after all those roles. Okay, great. Uh, so what do you look for in, say, a graduate? So with our graduate opportunities, um, generally it would be our entry level roles like our buying admin assistants, our merchandising admin assistants, our assistant designers Um, and what we look for is first of all university is a bonus, it's not always an absolute necessity but it is definitely a bonus and then where you went to university really counts as well. I know that London College of Fashion is one of the biggest or the top university for footwear design and pretty much our entire design team came to this university so winning there um, so that's what we look for where they've studied their background if they've done work experience it's always a bonus even like two or three weeks because I, I understand that graduates don't generally have a lot of work experience and I think it makes them nervous for applying for jobs but every little bit helps could you tell us a little bit about like the application process um, so all applicants will go onto an online portal that we have and they will all come through to myself and I will screen 
as much as I can for a lot of the jobs, especially for like internships when we have them, we get 300 to 400 applicants and I do not have time to go through every single one. But I do like it when applicants call and chase applications. It's definitely beneficial because if I've missed something and they've got something that I'm looking for, it kind of pushes them right to the top and I'll go in and have a look. But it generally, it will come through to me, I'll hold a telephone interview and then it will go directly to the managers. And they'll hold the final and possibly third stage. Right. So tying back into uh, Seth's question, what can a candidate do to stand out? I think it's all about making your CV from so what to stand out. Okay, you study fashion design, so what? What did you do during that time? What did you design? What projects did you participate in? What competitions did you participate in? What kind of work experience did you do? Those are the things that make you stand out. I mean, everyone, there's probably like, what, 100 students here today that studied footwear design, but what else did you do? I think those kind of things are really key. Anything that they've added, especially at this level as well, where it's so entry, any tiny little bit will help with their application. They put in the CV. Just really make it stand out. Like you want to make your application look different to anything else. And I think anything creative industry as well. A fun CV is never a problem. We don't mind looking at fun CVs or ones with images or color on them. It's a creative industry. You need to express yourself. At the end of the day, you need to get as much information and really sell yourself on that one piece. In terms of like communication skills, can you give us like a top tip for our students to help them improve their communication skills? Ooh, I want to see confidence when I'm speaking to someone, someone who's done their research. You don't know how many applicants I speak to on a daily basis that don't actually know anything about our company and that is something I will always ask. I don't want to hear, I love your shoes or I love your brand. I want to hear people speak confidently about what they do. So know your CV inside out. Don't just write it and send it out. Know what you've written down and speak confidently when you're on the phone. Umming and ahhing. And we appreciate that most people will be nervous and especially at this level where it's the kind of first interviews they've ever had or second interviews they've ever had um, but just making sure that you address that and if people do feel nervous I think it's always best to say I'm really sorry I'm a little bit nervous and then that will just get my mind to be like okay well I'll take it easy on that person because they are a little bit nervous because I don't want to miss out on someone if they're really good in head office you probably communicate mostly via email so would you also say to sort of brush up on their email skills as well yeah definitely I mean I haven't had too much trouble with emails but on the phone it's speaking professionally it's not thanks it's thanks um, it's just those little little things that make a big difference um, and it's representing yourself you want to portray the best version of yourself on the phone um, so just looking back at your career a little bit, is there any memorable experience which helped you like in your professional development? Um, my career has been an absolute whirlwind. <laughs> I actually graduated in health and social care um, and I did no work experience throughout my degree, which did not help me at all because I was unemployed for about a year after I graduated. And then I found myself working in retail. And I worked in retail for about four and a half years and I actually worked for Kurt Geiger in retail and I worked my way up and I was headhunted by a recruiter for a recruitment agency so I joined a recruitment agency so I worked there for a couple of years and realized actually no I need to be back in fashion but maybe I can now mold the two experiences together and I applied for Kurt Geiger and what we recognize is the experience of what people have from the shop floor they know the stock they know our customers they know how to represent the brand and 
that really benefited me in my application. So I've come back again on the recruitment side. That's really good to hear. Is there any advice you'd give on how they can progress from retail? Students are studying here and they're in retail just, you know, part time or over Christmas just to help with some extra extra money. But I think it's really good to get in touch with the companies that they're working for. They will all have a head office, whether it's Kurt Geiger, whether it's H&M, they will all have a head office. Even if it's work experience, you know, a week off, do some work experience or an internship. We're a company that recognize hard work. We like to promote from within. So I think it kind of boosts your application a little bit and it will enhance your chances of being able to do some work experience. Are there any areas where there are like industry gaps, would you say, in in your company or in your recruitment? What we're finding much bigger now that there's a lot of focus on is the analysis side of a business. So it's really looking about looking at our customers, buying trends, why they're returning. So really looking at the back end of that, not just our product on the shop floor. I mean, if something's selling really well, why is it selling really well? Why is that one item selling better than the one that it's next to? I've noticed that us as a business and also other businesses, there's a huge focus on on that side of things and they really want to know buying trends they want to know customer behaviors that that sort of thing really yeah when i post an analyst role i get 100 people from finance and that's not the type of analyst i'm looking for i'm looking for maybe someone who's got some merchandising experience because they'll be very analytical very statistical numbers orientated so it's finding that finding that right person who understands fashion and understands our business and how fast moving and fast paced it is so much for coming to the Cruise Fair um, this year. Um, could you start just by telling us a little bit about yourself and, and the company? Yes, so I'm Melda. I'm actually the team lead for the talent acquisition team for the supply commercial area at Salano, and I'm leading a team of six recruiters um, who are looking for all buyers, merchandise planners for the studio. So they're doing an amazing job by bringing in new people to the company. Mm-hmm. And so that's... So what would you say you look for in, in, a, in a graduate? I mean, what I'm really looking for in a graduate is um, that they are really change resistant so that they are happy to you know change and that they are also have really strong analytical skills yeah. because in Salano everything is about e-com so we can track everything and that's why it's important that we hire people who use this data to you know make future predictions. Great. So what would be your advice for students uh, applying for roles at Salano? I mean I think my advice would be first of all they would need to move to Berlin um, this is one thing so they would need to make a, a move by changing the, the country this is one thing the other one is to be very collaborative. So at Salando, everything is everything is about collaboration, teamwork. It's a very international team, so don't take anything for granted. Always ask and talk. And uh, yeah, it has also very strong feedback culture. So you know, always be happy to share when you understand. Okay, there's something to improve where we can work on as a team. And if students were to apply for roles at Salando, what would they expect during the um, application process? I mean, the application process is very quick. So first of all, they don't need to apply today for a role that um, they would like to take in six months but they should rather apply two or three months prior to their start date. This is one thing and then once they apply then what we do is usually we do like a quick call with the recruiter to understand um, you know what the overall motivation is, what they did uh, until today and the next steps are that we then invite a candidate for an assessment center or an interview with a hiring manager and that's it. So the decision is very fast 
and that's why also we are not looking for a really long recruitment process but rather speedy ones. I can imagine you get hundreds of applications coming through for the jobs that you post on your website. What can a student do to really stand out? I mean, in the application process, the application has to be very clear that they highly appreciate working in teams. So whatever they can add uh, to, you know, when they had like small internships and so on, not only mentioning what uh, they did in terms of the functional side, but with who did they they do that and what goals did they um, reach? Because again, Salon is very analytical. So for me, sometimes it's also important to understand what did they achieve within those three or six months of internship? And then during the interview, I think just be yourself. This is the most important thing because when people start you know, to change who they are, it's very visible in the interviews. And important is also that they interview us, you know, so they can stand out also by asking the right questions. Yeah, it's interesting because it's not always about you know, what the company wants as well, it's how the student fits. Yes. Um, so they really need to know themselves. Yes. So can you give us a top tip for our students on how they can improve their communication skills? I think their communication skills, first of all, they really need to know what they want to say. So they, it has to be like a sharp communication, very focused. Uh, maybe they can, you know, when it comes to um, communication, to speak very clearly and yeah. look into the eyes. Yeah. This is always something that helps. And always maybe just think one moment before you say something. But on the other side, also be spontaneous and be really natural. So it doesn't look like you studied whatever, you know, yeah. you're going to present. Um, so at Zalando, is there any sort of areas within the company where you struggle to recruit? I mean, we really sometimes struggle with more the analytical background because we do require really high analytical skills when it comes to, like, let's say, a data analyst. can be somebody who works in buying or merchandise planning, but still has to be highly analytical. So that this is like one thing. We actually struggle more on the leadership side to find really good leaders who are good on the functional side, but also on the people management side. Yeah. So just looking back a little bit um, at your career, is there like a memorable experience which really shaped you and helped you like improve your, your professional development? I think for me, I mean before working for Solano, I was actually working for Apple and then Apple people come always first. So this was always something, you know, that stood out for me and this, you know, also brought me into my role right now in talent acquisition where whatever you do, it's like just because you do it with your team and you do it by, you know, talking to your leads and, you know, getting everybody on board and aligned rather than have a competitive working yeah. environment. This was one thing yeah. that I still keep, yeah. let's say. But also actually celebrating successes. This is something that is really key, especially when you work in very fast-paced environments. Great, great. Thank you so much for answering those questions.